What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows ninjas don't hug. That's a good one. I really thought we had a chance here. Me too. You always have a chance. There's so there's literally how many lines in a movie? A there's lot. only so many good lines in a movie. It doesn't have to be good. I just pick what I pick. Quite often they're not. Yeah, quite wow. often they're wow. not. Wow. <laughs> Ouch, guys. Well, this will be my last podcast. Almost. Almost. I'm Joe, and we're here to talk to you about the movie Ready Player One. And joining me are my two other Gunters, and their names are sequel. No podcast is a failure who has friends. And Corey. The podcast that bites right to the chocolatey center of the Tootsie Pop. They were both T.J. Miller lines, huh? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to fit the uh, arthritis or the uh, stiffness. <laughs> carpal tunnel? I just couldn't. Yeah. Seriously, I got to go to physical therapy or something. <laughs> podcast has got a carpal tunnel thing in his neck. Yeah. Put in his neck. I knew it wouldn't win. No, that's fair. No, it wouldn't have. Before we talk to you about Ready Player One, though, we're going to let you know what else we've been watching this week. I feel like it might have, come out, might have came out Elf. I said Else. I don't know. Oh, you said you tape, watched Elf. But I can't. No, fuck that movie. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm not a fan. No, neither am I. Not my favorite. Corey, what is, what's better than Elf? What did you watch this week? Hopefully better than Elf. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say what I watched this week was better than Elf. Not that that's a... That's our, that's our bar. That's our yeah, new it's standard. Pretty, pretty low bar, frankly. I uh, I started watching Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show. I've seen a few episodes of that. Um, I was told I'm not allowed to stop until I get far enough in to make a good judgment. Who told you that? The wife. Okay. Because I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And she's like, you can't just watch one episode and no. I'm like, but I think I can. And she's like, nope, you have to watch at least six episodes. That's enough for most television networks to cancel. Yeah. One episode. I mean, pilots are always rough. I try not to judge too hard on the pilot because it's always worse than every other episode. I, I, that's a fair point. That is a good point. But that being said, six is a very arbitrary number in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm on episode eight. I guess I'll continue. <laughs> um, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not loving it. I think it's fine. Um, as a fan of the MCU, it's fun to be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, they name drop someone, but yeah, they, they can't show them because money. Uh, they... You'd think they have more people that I figured they weren't going to be able to get because of money than I thought. And then the first eight episodes, how many yeah. did I watch? Like three, four? Then you should have seen at least one. Because it's like the second or third episode you see. Maybe. Yeah, the second or third episode you get Fury. It was years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You get yeah, Fury. A... Oh, Nick Fury. Yeah, you get Nick Fury in a couple. Maria's a reoccurring character. I just saw Jasper Sitwell today. Hold on a sec. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hello. You are. There's no way for me to get rid of this audio, so it's here forever. <laughs> this is gold. People want to hear this. <laughs> Remember Jeff from Empire Strikes Back? That's right. There he is. What movie was he on? Yep, Empire. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Nick I just, Fury, somebody else. Maria uh, Jasper Sitwell. Um, yes. You see Maria a bunch. I mean, you, you just see some people. But they also were talking, like, they're dropping... Um, Marvel relevant terms throughout the course of the whole show to really like make sure that we know that it's like tied in, which is good. I mean, it's it's fine. Thanos, wait, we don't know about him yet. <laughs> but they do constantly talk about Battle of New York, like all this is happening post Battle of New York, which is why the big shocker at the like the start of episode one is that Agent Colston's alive the whole time. Whoa! But was he? I don't know. I've never seen that. I, I don't the show. know. There seems to be something weird going on, and we just don't know what it is yep. yet. Um. I'm sure there's something else I've watched that I forgot, so it can't be that important for me to talk about. Was it Elf? No. Okay, good. No. It was definitely a movie, and I just threw it on. I, I feel like I didn't pay attention very well, so it's not worth talking about. Guess the tomato score for Elf. I just it's probably it stupid high. It's like probably like 84. Ooh, we were so close. We were so it's close. 84. Wow. <laughs> we were, good right. job. <laughs> you were spot on. I was a point off. I'm, I'm proud of us, good honestly. For you. Yeah. Good job. Uh, yeah, so I don't think I have anything else for what have I been watching. All right, sequel, what'd you watch? I watched the Mighty Duck Trilogy. Nice. And I reviewed all three on Letterboxd. Which, Which one's the best? Rank the trilogy. 213. Okay. 2-1-3? I know you hate 2. I remember you live-tweeted 2. I live-tweeted 2, and I was shitting all over that piece of the, shit. Is 3 the college one? No, it's high school, but oh. it's like a, it's an academy. Well, the, the girl takes over as goalie in 3? No, that's D2. That's 2? Well, she the girl plays 1... Uh, one, one skater on a shootout and two, and that's it. 
But uh, she takes over in three. Oh, okay. That's Did they not get Goldberg back? Like, the actor who played Goldberg back? Well, he's, he's in, in three. Yeah. He's in three? He switches to defense. Yeah. I saw that movie in theaters. That was so did I. I saw two in theaters also. I think I only saw three in theaters. I like two the best. I, I know I must have seen three at some point, but I couldn't tell you. One is the only one I've seen within the past like ten years. Yeah, I watched one and jumped right into two right afterwards, and two exhausted me too much. So I like I... two a lot. <sighs> I can't wait to form my own opinion one day. Ducks fly together. Quack, 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 Mr. Duckworth. Oh. That's from the first one. And then the third one, the best line is... Warriors die, ducks fly, because they're playing the, the Warriors. The Warriors, yeah, that's the uh, varsity team. And, and they really... don't say come out to play once, do they? Those. Well, no, it's very. It's like missed opportunity. You gotta read the room. You, they, with with the the whole Washington football team and the Chiefs banning headdresses at games and stuff. D three is not gonna be on anything for a long, long time. Oh, that's unless, the type of Warriors. Yeah, about? yeah, unless it's heavily edited. Oh. It's gonna be on Disney Plus pretty soon. That's not already. They have one. So Movie Disney Plus sold. does this really annoying thing. Sure. You search for a movie. They have the movie. You hit play. Then it says this title coming September twenty fourth. Yeah. It's like don't even show up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Fun whatsoever. fact: I forgot my glasses when I saw D three in theaters. Oh, that's Ooh. rough. We just sit real close. Got <laughs> um, on your neck, huh? A little bit. Something like it. I tried watching Hoops, that Netflix adult cartoon. It might be the worst show I've ever seen in my life. It is really freaking terrible. Really? Yeah, it's not funny. I don't like cursing for cursing's oh, is sake. Is that the Jake Johnson one? Yep. I think you need like some purpose behind the curse or like have it be like there be a punchline or something. It's just not. It's just bad. Bad, bad, bad. And the Rotten Tomato score for that was 15. Wow. So everyone else hates it also. Damn. The best review I, I saw was, Hoops is good if you like cables out and netflix is the only thing that you can get because your wi-fi is out and it's, no one else is watching it so you can stream it pretty easily all right good it wasn't good it wasn't funny didn't like it fair enough and i gave it six episodes yeah i mean you gotta give it ironically six. that's the magic number <laughs> you know what it is i just I, stopped after six i think also in like this time of binging six episodes of a half hour long tv show is you used air quotes yes i used air quotes there my apologies we haven't done that in a while yeah um, six episodes is like two hours, so it's like watching a movie. Yeah. So you can kind of Shield is a half hour. I think they might actually be a little longer. I yeah, think they're like forty-one minutes. They might be the, yeah, they... because it's nineteen minutes of commercial time. Yeah. Right. So it would be an hour yeah, show. Yeah. Okay. So that mm-hmm. that might be it. Might be a forty. Yeah, I think it's, it's billed as an hour show. Yeah. Hoops is a true half hour because there are no commercials. And it's like the it's like the actual thirty-minute like yeah. premium channel. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. Joe, what have you been watching, bud? That was it. Man, mine's going to be short also. <laughs> the only thing I'm really going to talk about is the movie that I watched. I watched Escape from New York. I love nice. that fucking movie. Veronica and I had differing opinions on whether or not that movie is good. Snake Plissken. Are yep. you correct or is she? I mean, I thought it was good. Then you are correct. She said it wasn't bad enough to be funny, but it wasn't good enough to not be bad. Well, it's early 80s post-apocalyptic. None of this is staying in. Nope. We'll, we'll go back to it. <laughs> he tried so hard. <laughs> no, it's, fine. it's fine. That was really funny. I wish I could see it. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Go back, Max. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're good. You're good. What with that tomato score? Well, go ahead. What, what did you say that didn't make it before? Well, it's like early 80s, post-apocalyptic. It's like this, the effects aren't great. It's a oh, cool yeah. story, though. I, just, I, don't know, I liked it. It's, wasn't the it's character from? Enough. Wasn't the character from another movie, too? He's well, in it. There's a sequel to it, like 14 years later, which is Escape, Escape from, from L.A. LA and it's oh, Escape from... Awful. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen Escape from L.A. I, haven't seen, I hadn't seen this one before, either. Yeah, I enjoy Escape from New York. I liked it. It's, it's weird enough to be interesting. It moves along. Did you stream it on a thing, or did you... It's on Prime. Okay. Yeah. Guess the tomato score. Seven, I think I know what it is. I think what it's 71. It? No. Oh. 56? 86. 86. 86. Oh, wow. Good. Based on 64 reviews. Good. Good for them. 
What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh, Veronica kept asking during the movie. Well, not kept asking, but asked during the movie. Like, how does everyone know who this guy is? I'm like, he's got a chiseled jaw and an eye patch. How many people do you know <laughs> running around that look like that? He's like a notorious criminal, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. he was a hero, and yeah. then he turned into a notorious criminal. So right. like, he's well known on both sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like his his fame precedes the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, the movie opens, and he's already got all this fame and acclaim. He's already kind of a big deal. Yeah. Like, you don't get an origin story. This is, You just jump right into this story. Which right? I kind of it's, appreciate. It's such a dangerous place. They have to send Snake Plissken in. To, he's the only one that can do the job. Right. Right. A certain set of skills, you might say. And that's it. That's all I watched. I mean, I'm back to school this week, so I, I haven't had nearly as much time. I'm so sorry. Hockey. Uh, yeah. Hockey. Hockey is big, yeah. too. It was just so ungodly beautiful on Wednesday that I couldn't rationalize staying inside and watching a movie so I got like a late tea time after work. I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I missed the hockey game for it but I mean it was the high was 75 degrees in August. It beautiful. Out. You don't. You just don't get that. Like if that's an option. I worked from home so I could watch the hockey. Nice. And that's what we've been watching. Let's go to the movie facts for Ready Player One. Where you're prepping the boom. No. It's so far away. <laughs> Ready Player One came out in 2018. It's rated PG-13 and it's two hours and 20 minutes long. Directed by a guy you may have heard of. His name is Steven Spielberg. It stars Ty Sheridan, Olivia Cook, Ben Mendelsohn. It looks like Lena Waithe. I wrote it quickly and badly. And Mark Rylance. Okay. Who's Mark Rylance in this? He's, uh, Halliday. That's Mark Rylance? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. The budget for the movie was $175 million. It grossed $582 million. $137 million of that was domestic. It did over $400 million overseas. Makes sense. Holy crap. What was the budget again? I'm sorry. $175. It did yeah. not make its money back domestically. No. That's wild. I don't know how. It didn't, I feel right? like this movie was very highly promoted and anticipated. And I thought it was and pretty no popular. And no one saw it. Did, nobody, did really nobody see it? Everyone I, mean, I talked to have seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't see it in theaters, admittedly. I, I saw it in theaters. I didn't see I it. I saw it in theaters. I, I wish I had. I was but. jazzed up to see it in theaters. I was, was excited. It like a movie pass era thing. It was. Yeah, it, it was. was. I definitely saw it in the movie pass then. Maybe that hurt the numbers. No, it still buys a ticket. Yes. Yeah, never mind. Oh, movie pass. Rip. Oh, movies in general. Yeah. <laughs> movie theaters in general, yeah. 2021. Let's go turn around. Sure. Probably, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Scores for Ready Player One. We got Rotten Tomatoes coming in with 71%. Is that certified fresh? Yep. Barely? It's above 70. Certified fresh. Barely. <laughs> I don't think you have to qualify it with the barely. Barely. All right. <laughs> That's your choice. The audience score is 77%. IMDb gave it a 7.5 out of 10. And by gave it, I mean that's just the average score. Metacritic with a 64 and a user score of 7.3. And the movie ended... And I was thinking to myself, this movie had to have been nominated for an Oscar, and I was right, for Best Visual Effects, obviously. Did not win. Did not win. What did it lose to? Do we know? Do we no. remember? I can find out. Thanks, man. It probably wasn't a Star Wars. No, it wasn't, it wasn't even the year, so it wasn't a Star Wars. Like, I'm trying to think what else came It was 2016? 18. 18. Best came out Visual two years Effects ago. 2018. Blade Runner 2049. So it was a 2019 Oscars. Oh. Hold on, I might not have been that then. First Man, another Ryan Gosling movie. First Man one? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. Is that the only thing it was nominated for? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that would be the thing. Yeah. But we'll get more into that when we actually talk about the movie. Speaking of which, it's time for us to give you our general thoughts about Ready Player One, which as always are going to be spoiler free, and we're starting with Corey. I like Ready Player One. Uh, I like the story in general. Um, I thought, considering what the context of the movie is, they did a pretty good job at making it look like how I would imagine it would look. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have some some shortcomings in that department. But if you just watch it for a fun two-and-a-half-hour romp in theaters... Good movie. Sequel, your general thoughts? I like this movie. I was really jazzed for it from the trailer. I even went out and bought the book and read the book, and the book's better. Um, 
book's normally better though, so that's that's not really a point against the movie. It's just certain things you wanted to see and expected to see and were excited to see you didn't get to see. But it has eighties pop culture references coming out the S and it's like if you just wanna like put it on and see if you can try to find all the references, that's a lot of fun also. So it's 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 a good time. It's a fun watch. Yeah, this is a classic example of a book being better than the movie, just because there's more time to flesh out a book than there is a movie. Sure. You just can't cover things that you want. I don't want this to be misinterpreted. I love almost everything about this movie, but I don't think it's an amazing movie. Like, I love the virtual reality thing. That's I'm waiting for this future to happen. We'll <laughs> talk more about that later, but just... It's, it's such a cool concept. The book is not an amazing piece of literature. It's just a really fun read, so it makes for a fun movie. Quick read, too. I, yeah, it is. I read it on vacation with my family. It was great. I got to stay in a room and read it. Three days, I think it took yeah. me. But I really like this movie. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to watch it still more times. Yeah, that'll do it for the general thoughts. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling Ready Player One for you. It's not streaming. Wait, is it? It probably is. I uh, own it, so I don't know. Hulu, I think Hulu with a premium subscription is where it was. It's probably on Hulu or like Amazon Prime. It's not for free on Prime. I got it's it. Not? I got it on Prime this this afternoon. Oh, okay. I have the Blu-ray. Yeah, same. I have digital copy, but yeah. So check it out. It's streaming somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Did you get the digital copy from sequel? Either I did. I, I think you I, you won it. I think that was one of the ones you might won, have been. Right? A, yeah, I think I won it. If not, I definitely bought it. Mm. So we never did the last sequel. Yeah, I don't know if that was like pre-move for me. I don't even know where those are anymore. That's, that's totally fair. Yeah. Well, if there's one for Blaze of Glory, we can start it back up again. <laughs> I already own that on DVD. But I'm not above upgrading. <laughs> We've digressed. We did. We're going to give you the spoiler review for Ready Player One starting after I finish this sentence. You've been warned. Spoiler time starting right now. I did not read this book. I will go in right out the gate and say that the teacher in this room did not read the book because the teacher in this room does was, not read books. Was never assigned this book? Nope. This, I don't, I do not read books for fun. It is not. Not even history stuff? Uh, no, history stuff is work. I am very interested and I read a lot of history books, but I consider that work and research. So you don't, you don't read like Star Wars novels? Did you read history stuff before you became a teacher? Yes. Did you still, did you still consider that work? Because mm-hmm, I knew I was going to be a history teacher in high school. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I knew what I was going to do when I was in high school. and every, like, At I, the I'm, age of eight, I knew I was going to be a history teacher. Technically speaking, in second grade, I thought I was going to be an archaeologist, which is kind of just like adjacent to Did what I Did you see Jurassic do. Park? No, I saw Indiana Jones. Oh. oh, yeah. So I go into this without having the knowledge of the book, which almost makes my life easier. Because every person I've talked to who has read the book, which is most people who've seen the movie that I talk to anyways, sure. have all read the book and they say the exact same thing. It's not as good. But it so, never is. Which is true. It never is. Which leads me to my question. I want you to tell me something that was in the book that you wished was in this. I get, that's my it's my least favorite. <sighs> if it's going to be something that has to come up later because it's least favorite, you can no, hold off. I'm just really interested. The I mean, thing that bothers me the most is something they added in the movie that's not in the book. That seems like a really weird choice. I always find that to be a weird choice when they add something that's not in the book because they had to take other things out. Like, Sometimes why? they want to put their own spin on it. I don't know. What did they put in that isn't in the book? The Rebellion. Really? Yeah, yes. The Rebellion's not really a thing. What? Not a thing at all. The challenges are all different. Yeah, so... In this movie. In, in, in the movie, the you, you're trying to win three keys and mm-hmm. the keys, you need all three keys to unlock a chest and you get the egg. Yep. In the book, you win a key, then you have to find out where the key goes, then you have to unlock that, then there's like a task in where you unlock it. Like, in the book... That's not that different from this, because they get the hint after the key to get to the next key. To get to the next key, but you actually have to do something after you get the key. That's like the whole thing. Oh, yeah, right, there's a second challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you get the... He gets the first key... With the race, is that accurate? It's not the race, no. It's a a video game challenge, but it's like a actual... He has to play Joust against a yeah, D&D yeah. character. He has to play Joust to get, yeah. Okay. And he, he wins win. the key. And then he unlocks, he has to go to Halley's childhood bedroom, and then he unlocks like a portal, and then he's in the movie War Games. And he has to act out the entire movie. As Matthew Broderick, like line for line. Really? Like you have to know yeah. Halliday's favorite movies and stuff but, to do everything. So... Doesn't that really complicate these games? Because I feel like it, that may, that's almost easier than having to like find like a secret back door to get to the first key. We well, have to find it. Yes, that's the whole thing. Like 
in the, in the book, he's very poor, and he can only access the school planet, and that just so happens where the first key happens to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's like, a lot of him just exploring. Oh, so you can't, so in the book... He can't go everywhere in yeah, the book. Yeah, so they make it seem like the Oasis, doesn't matter how rich or poor you are, you can be anywhere. No, you, you need money to buy things, to go to certain planets, yeah. and to... Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he can only go to the school planet and, uh, and surrounding planets. Like, they make a whole big thing about from getting planet to planet, it's free on the school planet. Like, that's p- another part of the book... You go to school in the Oasis. Like, you, you... Well, your whole life actually is the Oasis. Yeah, Except for eating and sleeping. Yeah, but yeah. you go to school in the Oasis. So, like, he has class and everything. And Iraq is a student. It's not an assassin. I would love <laughs> nothing more than to have this be the, how I teach the rest of my life. Going to the Oasis and teach out of the school planet? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, like I said, man, I'm waiting for this. <laughs> I have a VR headset. It's nowhere near ready. Yeah. So, what's your... I yours, want this. Yeah. So... What I've just gathered is that the plot of this movie is vastly different. From the the plot. plot is the same. No, it's the same plot. It's the same idea. It's the, it's the minutia. It's the details of how we get there are different okay. because it's more cinematic this way. To watch Probably. him wander around the school planet, I don't think anyone's going to watch that movie or. There's no shining in the in this. No, there's no shining because it's war games. Yes. It's another '80s movie. It's they probably like. It. You couldn't get the rights to War Games, could but you could get the rights to The Shining. Yeah. Which actually brings one of the things I was most impressed with with this movie. I was impressed with it the first time I watched it, and I was almost more impressed with it this time around when I was actively looking for other references. How many different rights they managed to get across all different universes and platforms and oh, yeah, companies. There's, there's everything Every, in here. Everybody yeah. signed off and said, nah, we're cool. Go ahead. Do it. Yep. Did they all read the book and love it? Or is Spielberg just that powerful of like a force that he's like i'm steven spielberg i'm making this movie you're giving me the right to it and like, like if i owned ip and somebody wanted probably, to yeah. use it by all means because it's promoting my ip so you're right but we, but how often do we find things in cinema where that's not how they do it you know it took god knows how long for spider-man to for sony to give up the rights to spider-man to be in the mcu you know what i mean like we're constantly talking about how we can't have X-Men in the MCU because that's owned by Fox. I think the difference here is like, since this is 80s pop culture, none of the references are current references. Yeah. No one, no one's making a new Iron Giant movie. Yeah. No one's, I mean, there's some. Like, but, like there's Tracer have, from Overwatch in there, here. Yeah, yeah and there's, there's, a whole ar- there's a whole army of Halo guys. It's the yeah. final battle. I mean, there's well, all sorts of... Uh, all, uh, that there, final battle yeah. is... There's a Chun-Li. There's, every, there's everything. Yeah. There's a Gundam. And he jumps off of Serenity. I don't know if you guys picked that one up. I, I did that not, one. actually. I picked that one up today. Uh, he When he puts the gauntlet on, he... Uh... This movie is so rewatchable just because I want to see yeah, all, all the, the, all the yeah, weird all little absolutely. Easter eggs. Yeah. is fitting, I guess. But It took me this to this time around. I think if this isn't my second, it's definitely my third. It's two the, or three. This was my third this. time. Um, the gauntlet that he puts on to become the Gundam at the end... That was the uh, treasure that they were fighting for when he's explaining the Oasis. Yes. That's the glove. Oh, okay. The glove, yeah. yeah, so he... Oh, right. Because yeah, yeah. he said he, when he got into a fight with his step-uncle, yes, well, he was like, my friends were there. Friend. You were never going to win. My friends were there. And then yeah. proof is in the pudding because his friend had it. That guy's the that guy. The uncle? I can't remember his name. I legitimately in... for forever thought it was the dude who played Freddy Krueger. It's not. Robert Anglin? Yeah. Oh. No. It's not. I know it isn't. Freddy like, Krueger's in the movie. Freddy Krueger is in the movie. So it's Chucky and Jason Voorhees. We got our F-bomb because of Chucky. That's right. Yeah, we did. It's, it's fucking Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> that was such a great moment in this movie. Hey, use this. <laughs> There's an omission from the book that was a good omission. Okay. Wade, Wade loses a week of his life uh, because he orders a sex doll. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that part of the book. Actually, when he gets a, like, if he, like, well, yeah, you you win the first key, you get like riches and stuff. Whatever, yeah. So he winds up in the book. He winds up leaving the stacks, and uh, renting an apartment, and then he orders like a sex doll to the uh, apartment, and he's like so fixated with the sex doll. It's a really quick page of the book, but he like loses track, and then he like kind of loses his spot on like the standings board too. If people start to pass him, so after one guy, is that? relatively accurate that after one guy figures out how to do all this shit it kind of pervades the oasis and more people yeah get end up starting to get like get through it so he figures out 
He's the first one. He's That's the first so one, but barely the first one because Artemis is like right there. And then he kind of helps Artemis out. Then he's friends with H, so he kind of tells H. And then, so, like, I mean, that's exactly how that, that is how it in happens. In that right? Story. Yeah. Then yeah. IOI figures it out, and they just send everybody there, and they kind of like like we all got to play Joost. Exactly. <laughs> play from the left. IOI is pretty accurate in this. I find that they make a couple of weird choices with CGI in this movie. Like everything that's in the Oasis, that's obviously how they did it. Yeah. And that's fine. Obviously, pretty straightforward. It's computer simulated world world. that's exactly how it's supposed to look but the first time he puts the goggles on that camera angle where they like zoom in on his face and like curve in to see the inside it's so clear that that's not real and i'm like you couldn't you couldn't get that shot in reality like you had to cgi that shot it was very i didn't notice that that didn't bother me but i didn't notice i i noticed it the first time i watched it and i definitely noticed it this time i was like that's clearly cgi like why Spielberg tried to get this to be qualify for an animated movie to try to get nominated for Best Animated Movie for the Oscars. I'm and surprised this wasn't Best Adapted Screenplay. Or at least nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. I will look up the nominees for that year. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what... I don't think it should else. be. Uh, it's not good enough. It's not an Oscar-y type movie. It's not like I mean, a, I, I, I would no say that's true. That, but... I would definitely say that that's a fair argument. But it was a... I think any movie can should be an Oscar worthy movie, like if it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, but is this good enough? I don't. I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think it's good enough either. But I don't think it should like because of what it is disqualify it. Sure. Well, it's not really disqualifying. It's it's the fact that it's who votes for this, right? Sure. That's what I mean. Okay, gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This had no shot at um. Adapted. Yeah, see, I don't know what else was nominated. Was it the Logan year? It wasn't. No, that was the year before. And I would have no shot at best uh, animated feature either. Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse. Ralph breaks the internet. Internet. Incredibles two. Isle of Dogs and Mirai, which I've never heard of. That's a pretty like stacked. (laughs) Yeah. Ralph breaks the internet wasn't that good. Joe, we saw that in theaters. Together. I know. It broke my heart. I loved our experience, but the movie was was average. I like the first one better. Oh yeah, the definitely. The first one's definitely better. It's way better. Original screenplay adapted. Black Klansman won. Can you ever forgive me? Was nominated. Very good. A Star Is Born. If Beale Street Could Talk and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. So it's, more or less the exact same. Not any of those. Yeah. Yeah, the, that was pretty much the Best Picture nominees too. Some of them. A lot of them. Black Klansman, A Star is Born, and there was at least one other one in that list that I think. There's a couple of snubs. Like, Beale Street probably should have got a... It did, didn't it? I thought that was... No, it was nominated. No picture. Um, Ballad? Was the Ballad? Nope. No. No. Okay. That movie's fun, though. That is good. But that's not Ready Player One. It's not. Um, what else can we th- I feel like I don't want this to be an entire episode where we just talk about the differences sure. of the book and the movie. No, of course not. Because I could do that for three hours and yeah. still not be done. Well, I needed to get that because no, that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. as someone who hasn't read the book, I always find that question interesting. My entire life, I grew up watching the Harry Potter movies, and I didn't read those books until I was 28 or 29. Did you have fun when you read them? Yeah. Okay, good. Absolutely. So you read some. I finally fun. found someone who read them later than I did. Yeah, no, I've... I... I shouldn't say that I don't read. There are times that I sit down and read books, but it's just so few and far between. I'd rather spend that time watching movies or playing video games or doing any myriad of other things because I read a lot for work. So That's your choice. I guess so. <laughs> 12-year-old Corey. Not now, Mom and Dad, reading for work. <laughs> <laughs> no, then it was just interesting. I just found it interesting. But now, I enjoy... The camaraderie between H and Z. That's awesome. They're so good. Like, both of those actors make me believe that that is a real friendship. I don't know how well they actually get along in real life or if they actually hung out after this, but in this two minutes, two hours and 20 minutes, I firmly believe that they have been hanging out for years and that they're best friends. Believe it 100%. Yeah, we don't get some weird, like... This is how our friendship happens story. No, yeah. Like, yeah, nope, just... they're friends. We believe it. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Man, he's doing so much exposition dumping in the first, like, 10, 12 minutes of this movie. If they were to try to tell, like, tell the whole story of how they became friends, 
I would have been turned off by it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all information you need. I'm not saying this expo dump is bad. But sets like, the world up. Yeah, it's yeah world it's building. Imp- it is important. It's but it is. It's crazy it's important. It's really hard to show not tell all of that. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I think the fact that they're showing and telling all at the same time is probably the best part. I agree. Because like you're you're listening to it and it's connecting to what you're actually visually seeing, so it's a good way to expo dump. It's not just two guys sitting in a room talking at one another and dumping all this information. But the first time you like they hang out like they're when they get to the race the first race again you just totally believe these two dudes are friends and again this is the world yeah when he calls when he, when he calls h up when they're on planet doom yeah yep which is a new addition i don't remember planet doom being a thing in the book well that's where the last was it i think so i don't remember it's been i haven't read the book in five six years i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure um but yeah, acting wise, I think the acting is very solid. Solid, yeah, it's good. solid yet unspectacular. I mean, there's not no one really blew me away, but no one's bad in it. By no any one's stretch. getting nominated for an Oscar, but yeah, um, no one's noticeably terrible. The lead actor is Cyclops, correct? Yep, Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan. I love Olivia Cook. She's one of my favorites. I want her in more things. Is she? Maybe too. Artemis. Yeah, yes. she's Artemis. I I thoroughly loved Artemis' performance in this. She's my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, I actually agree. In the book, you you relate more with Wade. Well, but in this movie, Wade's kind of stupid, and Artemis is awesome. Yeah, well, Artemis is so fucking cool. One last thing. Well, there's going to be a couple more things. Book the sure. movie. The book is strictly from Wade's perspective. Yeah. And this movie, you get from, like, Sorrento's perspective a little bit. You get Artemis. Artemis in this movie is the one that infiltrates IOI in their loyalty center. It's Wade in the book. So it's, it's 100% Wade. It's Wade's interactions with people. He's We don't leave him at all. Mm-hmm. So... I, but cinematically, I like this yes, better. Yes, me I too. Feel like it, 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 you need, yeah, yeah you need it that. helps the storytelling. I love the fact that Artemis changed her avatar to match her birthmark when she became confident in it. When you first did not pick up on that, no, but now that, you, now that you're saying yeah. it, I remember seeing it. Didn't didn't pick up on it the first time around, but this time when she goes back in for that final battle, there's a it's even pixelated like it would be. Yeah, it is fucking phenomenal. It was. A beautiful touch, very good to that like final like climactic moment in the movie. Good, good for you, movie. Good job. This movie does a lot of things right. It does. Spielberg, baby. Yeah. It's just it's like it's hard to like pick it apart. It's hard to even like decipher like what I want to talk about in this movie because I could go down a rabbit hole and we can go scene by scene by scene and talk about how we could. Yeah, it's it's a very it's very easy to do that with this film because there's nothing that stands out to me particularly that I loved and there's nothing that sticks out as like I hated this moment it was all just fun enjoyment from front to back it's all like a 7 or an 8 it never hits 10 but it never dips yeah. to like a 5 yeah I really enjoyed the um, the, the holiday archives the addition of the curator very positive addition in, in the movie because that's not in the book but um, oh yeah he uh, just the fact that you can have like a visual scene of this guy's life and then you can pick every little minute detail apart in order to try to win this contest is really it's cool. ridiculous it's 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 really cool and it's also a ridiculous concept because it's like it's a memory but it's shot from the third person so it's very confusing how they have this footage was there just cameras everywhere i assume that while they were in their office space building the oasis they had security cameras up so i think it's just security camera footage i wouldn't doubt that and it's honest footage too, oh, because yeah. the 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 scenes of this person's life would be embarrassing to like put out to the public, yeah. right? So it's you know if if you were in control of it, you would doctor it, right, to make yourself look better than you actually were. That's, That's not Holiday though. Holiday is one hundred percent true. Which is also an interesting thing because I'm personally of the perspective that it's not Holiday that dropped it there. I think it's the curator that dropped it there. Dropped what there? The library. So the curator is Holly's uh, partner. Ogden. Whatever. Yeah, Ogden. It's Ogden Mono. Yes. We yeah. find out. I think that... So the curator is, right? That's a... That's, that's what, he, I mean, yeah. It's suggested. It whether he's actually well, the guy that's... He admits it at the he's, end. Yeah, he... Yeah. That's... Well, he that's, doesn't miss They're, both, they're yes. both Simon Pegg. Right. Yes. Just to clear that up. Yes. He said, Halliday said I couldn't assist anybody, but you bested me in a yeah. bet, so I had to pay up. That was pretty much it. So... So... But I don't think that it's Holiday that dropped it there. I think Ogden did. 
No, I, I, nothing exists in the Oasis without Halliday. Yeah, I think Halliday programmed it like on his death. That's his, that's his contest, triggered. and he put yeah. that in there so people could figure it out. That was his magnum opus. That yes. was his swan song, making this ridiculously elaborate contest. Yes. The, yeah, the contest, but the, the he really, you really think he made the library on top of it? He yeah. had to. Yeah, he had to. Have. That was like. How would you find out this information otherwise? It was also. It's also he. Wade says it. Like the Halliday archives appeared yeah. from Halliday to help people solve this contest. Because that's what people assume. What I'm saying is that it's not. But it's spoken. They say it. Who <laughs> said? Wade says Wade it. Wade says it. But yes. Wade isn't. Well, Halliday can't say it because he's dead. But... I know that. And the curator <laughs> isn't going to admit that he's the one that dropped it there either. But I'm saying that the curator. Why is the curator there then? Um, why is why is like why is he spending all of his waking days well, and nights curating? He, he wants to. To see how it turns out. And according to Ogden at the end, Halliday asked him to do this. Also that. <laughs> also fair. Because so, the thing is, if you think about it, Halliday's a genius. He's not going to make this contest that's unwinnable. It's very hard because there's a lot of minutia, but if he doesn't make the archives, it's unwinnable. He can't assume Ogden's going to do it. The Oasis is too vast to yeah. comb every inch of it to figure out. If you found a key, you wouldn't know what to do with it. Well, in this right. you don't need to. I mean, they would give you a clue. I, guess, it, I mean, again, we're not right. talking about book here. We're talking about movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need to. You just need to find the clue. Because that's what happens in this movie. They get the first couple lines of the third or the second clue, I guess. And I, I what is it? IOI? IOI. I always see it as like 101. So yeah, like, 101. Yeah. Um, IOI gets the first couple lines of the clue. And they just scour Sector 17 until they find the right mountain. And, like, privacy and, like, control of information is so crucial to the way that they run this contest in the movie. Because if Parzival doesn't talk to anybody and doesn't tell anybody, he's the only one with the first clue. Yes. Right, but he goes on the scoreboard, right? Yeah, so they know he has it. Exactly. And you can hunt Parzival down. Like, well, they all do. They yeah. all, or not, well, I. That's why he gets yeah. the Clark Kent disguise. Yes. <laughs> well, they, never they, used they, again. He gets way. like minor celebrity, right? And yeah. and that's a pretty big celebrity. In that community. In that community, yes. But uh, I, I feel in the movie, like, again, well, he became just, rich overnight. I mean. Oh, are we talking about in the book or the movie? I'm relating both. I'm trying okay. not to do it, but yeah, it's the, really the, hard. The book's more minor, but the in the movie he's a fucking rock star. Yeah. Well, he's I'm a, saying no. I, th- I think yeah. in the book he's more of a rock star too. He's buying all this stuff. He's that nightclub scene. He's invited to Ogden's birthday party. Oh yeah, yeah. So like he's like a list status. But they always mention like, hey, so Ogden has if you more get role in the book. if you get yeah. killed in the Oasis, you lose everything. Like you're done. So like you don't want to be a celebrity, right? You 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 don't want to be a marked man. Yeah. But like Gunters have respects for the contest, so he's like kind of safe in that regard. But there are like assholes out there that would, would pick yeah, him off. Not real Gunters. So if he got picked off, would his would his key drop too, and they'd be able to scoop up the key? I don't know. That's something they didn't explain in in the movie either. It doesn't it doesn't happen. I know you like... lose your gear. I don't think you would lose your score or your. Uh... Well, you lost your score. When, yeah, he, when everyone zeroed out, they they left the score. Because when when the guy does the nuclear attack, yeah. but I don't know if that's true. In the... I'm just, I'm we're talking movie. Okay. I don't, so, yeah, I, don't, I don't remember the book. I guess that yeah. was like six years ago, five years ago, some number of years. They do a pretty good job at um, making sure that every. But what I'm saying for movie wise, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Go is, ahead. Uh, he used the catalyst to wipe everything out. I don't know if the catalyst was just true to that, or if he just like because he shoots Artemis, right? Did Artemis's score disappear after she got shot? I don't know. I actually didn't notice. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they showed the scoreboard after that. So, yeah. No, they definitely did because it's I mean, after that. They showed it after catalyst. after that. Yeah. yeah. Not, I wouldn't have thought to check that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think to check it either. But coming, you actually brought up the catalyst before yeah. my next point was going. Anyways, the every fun artifact that they bring up at any point in this movie gets seen and shown at least once. There's never a, like a Schrodinger's gun in this where you're like, oh, look, there's that thing that they never use again, and you hate it. Chekhov's, Chekhov's gun. gun. Chekhov's gun. I said Schrodinger's cat. cat. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Split that in the round. Chekhov's gun. They Chekhov's gun it where like anything that you see. The Zemeckis cube. The Zemeckis cube. I just the holy this. hand grenade. 
Holy hand yeah. grenade. Yes, yeah, I love that, the references. That gauntlet comes into play, like the you gauntlet said. comes yep. into play. Yeah. yeah, everything they do. Obviously, the orb. The orb is pretty, pretty main stage. Yeah. The orb is why the rebe- why the re- why he managed to get everybody to join his rebellion in the first place. If they don't put up the, if they don't put up the cube, I don't think everybody like changes. But like the fact that like one of his big points early in that speech is, we're trying to win the contest here, and somebody used a 99th level magic item to stop anybody else from even trying. Like, that's not in the spirit of this game. Like, they're clearly trying to rig the game for them. It's kind of stuff. That's a close contender to me for favorite scene. Like, it's kind of cliche, but it's awesome. His speech and then the fact that everyone shows up. Yeah, That's great. It's yeah. so great. That's cool. I, my, I have a very innocuous moment as my favorite scene. I just really like the delivery of the line. I love how excited the actors are in it, and it's... Can't wait. I guess do Good. it, I guess. I I mean, now that you've teased it, I kind of want to know. <laughs> yeah, me too. Halliday's archive when he's talking about his date to Ogden. And I love the line where he goes, um, yeah, she wanted to go dancing. So we watched a movie. <laughs> and he's so excited about <laughs> it. And that's like, I just can think back of like talking with my friends about like dates and stuff. That's just obviously like the first like love of his life. And this is the first time he's actually probably interacted with a person he's interested in and he's just so excited about it and just the fact that he didn't live his life to the fullest and ogden wound up taking her away but not really taking her away like that's also i'm sorry back to the book a major theme of the book is the number three like because ogden kira and halliday should have been like like a unit of three like they all could have been friends and it's his biggest regret so three is like a major theme of the like you need three people for one of the challenges, but just that one moment where they're so excited, like like in that scene, and people get to watch. I really like that. It's very well delivered. Uh, I'm just a big fan of that final battle itself. Um, you kind of see a hint of what one of those battles look like when we're first getting introduced to the Oasis at the beginning of the movie, and now you get to see one play out top to bottom, and it's just a very. And this one is even more straightforward: good guy versus bad guy little guys standing up and taking what's really rightfully theirs. Cause I think that's a, an underlying theme in this movie is that like corporate interests always control everything. And that this is purposefully trying to stop a corporation from taking in like controlling interest in this thing. We which, can, we can cover up 80% of the visor with ads without giving them a seizure. Yeah. One of my favorite what lines the in this movie. Fuck. That is one of my favorite lines in the movie because he just says it so straightforward and serious like nothing's weird about that it's like we can cover 80 percent before we give them a seizure so let's do this shit and i'm like oh my god yeah, you're a monster but it's how the internet works today i can't open up ranker without getting 15 fucking pop-up ads but 80 percent 80 percent what's his i can't remember his last name for some reason no Noah sorrento 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 i kept wanting to put like it's Elvin. nolan isn't it Nolan Sorrento. Nolan. I thought you said Noah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I said Noah. Damn it. It is Nolan. Nolan. Nolan Sorrento. Oh, what is wrong with me? Nolan Sorrento. I got it. <laughs> Bossman69. Yeah. That was almost my line. <laughs> Podcast's password is capital B055man69. <laughs> Felt wordy. I like him a lot in this, too. I, I, he's like a blithering idiot. Ben Mendelsohn is such a good villain. Yes. He's really good at being a villain. Yeah. I always want to go back and watch Rogue One again to see him as a villain. Because I fucking love him as a bad guy. Even in movies where he's not really the villain, he's always kind of a villain. Like Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Mississippi Grind. Oh, he's so good in Captain Marvel. He is. He's probably my favorite actor in Captain Marvel. Favorite performance, performance in Captain, in Captain okay. Marvel. I really like Sam Jackson in that movie. Young Sam Jackson. Well, young. Air quotes. Young <laughs> air quotes, young. Sam Jackson. Least favorite for me. It would be the last time I'd bring up the book. But my favorite part of the book is Artemis and Parzival do not meet in real life until the very end of the book. And Artemis is like petrified of meeting Parzival because she is very self-conscious about her birthmark and her appearance. And in the book, they describe everyone's appearance slightly different. Um, like Parzival is like a chunky kid. He's overweight, but like... Most of the people are chunky because they don't do anything. They're just in the oasis all the It's the Wally scenario. Yeah. Pretty much. Although they have the treadmills. Yeah. But again, his is... I don't know. Um, but it's a very beautiful scene because, like, the last battle, Ogden invites, like, the five to his, like, mansion 
or I guess four of the five at that point, to his mansion, and they have all like cool rigs to like go into the oasis and like execute like their their final plan. Like they're not driving around on, in, a, in a van doing it. And um, Artemis is already in her rig, like shielded before before Parzival gets there because she's not ready to meet Parzival yet. Hmm. And when they like finally interact, it's like such a great moment. Like going into the movie, I'm like, I can't wait for yeah. that scene. It's There's gonna be awesome. To and then halfway through the movie. Hello, Parzival. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why are we doing this now? Yeah, that's, so early. That is a bummer. So early. I, again, coming from the non-book perspective, I like it. I like the fact that they meet them halfway, only because, I mean, we get that great payoff at the end where she becomes comfortable with her birthmark and changes her avatar. Because of it, you get to see that really... She's so anti-having any type of friendship or relationship with him when they first meet and start hanging out, even that first date, like that goes real sideways real quick because he's like, cause he's dumb. I'm... Yeah. He's a, he does it. He plays that really bad. I'm not saying that that's not the case. That's exactly what happens in the book though. He goes all in way too fast. Yeah. 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 That's, well, that's I get silly. it. It's people not having anyone to connect with yeah, and they finally social connect- feel yeah. that connection yeah. and they go for it. He jumps out too hard. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been there. And, <laughs> and like their relationship has a lot more time to develop in the book. Yes. So it doesn't feel as rushed because my least favorite scene is the the club disaster scene. You just met her, but Artie, I'm, I'm in love with you. you. We've known each other three days, pretty but much. Yes. He has seen all of her Twitch streams, all of them. Yes. And walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. Love that drop. She's already kind of right? like a big deal, yes. like in the yeah. book, yeah. prior to her getting on the scoreboard. Yeah. I, I'm assuming she. Yeah, she's a minor celebrity in the yeah. book. Yeah. She seems like she's probably the most famous gunter out there. She's like PewDiePie. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> kind of. I'll I'll say I'll I'll say sure, but I, don't, you know. I also didn't do my favorite. I realized. Oh no, go ahead. My favorite is part of the final battle. It's when Artemis takes down Mechagodzilla, like shoots out the eye, throws a grenade, just stares in. Yeah, it's pretty. It's badass. her. I'm like, that's fucking badass. It's really <laughs> badass. That grenade blowing up is fucking cool looking too. Yeah. Um, my least favorite scene would be when they're doing. The, the 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 time that little bit of time between when he wins the first challenge and they go to the first club i feel like there's a lot of things crammed in like so many things happen in that short period of time that it feels rushed it's the only yeah. time in the movie that i really think that i feel rushed and i'm like you took a lot of time doing a lot of other things in the setup portion like you could have i would have been happy if you cut out 35 seconds to a minute of that first race, for example, and giving me giving me a little more breathing room in some of those other areas. Like I'm sure you could have cut some time here and there. I just, I just, it was the only time where I thought the pacing was wonky. I feel like it, it always it moved nicely, except in that spot. Because even when you go back past that, when they get to the shining and then move forward from there, the stuff still goes at a fine pace. It's just that section. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just wonky, and it's, and I mean that's kind of crazy that that's the least favorite again air quoting that uh, part of the movie. I mean, if that's it's not really that bad of a critique, call things being considered. No, and yeah. it's a necessary cut because again in the book, there's a lot of time that passes between the first challenge and that club scene, so you get a lot of development there. This movie before I was long. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I say this a lot, but this. This would have been better suited to me as a series. Sure. I say this about almost everything, I feel like. Maybe I, I just don't like movies anymore, guys. No, I love movies. I would, I would fuck with this as a trilogy. If they split Ready Player One into like, like separate a, each, parts. Each key is its own movie. Each key is its own movie. That'd be interesting. That'd be, you could do a lot more. Yeah, I would, I would, I would watch all of those, obviously. Yeah. Can you imagine how much... I mean, the final battle we get in this is already pretty big and epic. Imagine how much bigger and epicer... That's not a word. More epic. More epic. More epic uh, it would be. I like Epicer. Uh, yeah, listen. How much more epic that would have been if it was the culmination, like almost the full third or half of a second and third act. They endgamed it? Yeah. If that was like just the whole chunk of the movie was that, that'd be fucking cool. Trilogy? Ten episode series? I mean, it's already it's already been made. It's already happened, so we can't go back and do it again. Like, but certainly can. Like, uh, yeah. Not not, <laughs> not two years. After, yeah, yeah, not two years after they made it, though. 
Oh, there's a hey, new Steve. Suicide. Steve, you got one more in you? When did Suicide Squad come out? 2017? 2016. All right, so no, we have one more year then. Yeah, we're getting, the, we're getting the new Suicide Squad that's not related to the first one, but has some of the same actors in it. They, they realize they can do better. <laughs> yes, they can. Flashpoint. Flashpoint's a thing. That's why they're making it. Boom. Solved it. Giant. I don't know which one comes out first. <laughs> Hopefully Flashpoint. Otherwise, my theory is dead in the water. Yeah, I think it's going to be Suicide Squad. Very well could be. <laughs> it's a less ambitious movie. What else we got? Is that it? Are I mean, I think going? so. Again, I could pick apart any given scene. The Shining scene. We didn't talk about the Shining sure. scene, um, which we definitely need to because... That's... That was fucking awesome. It's a great aspect. Yes. I've never seen The Shining, so I don't know how accurate it is. It's uh, incredibly accurate. accurate. Enough. I figured. Just the fact you're going into a movie. Like, that was really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I want to go into in... this movie. Can, can we make that happen somehow? You know what's really... I, I get, like, hunters are doing a job and they're on a mission and all that. There is no way in hell I wouldn't be spending at least a solid chunk of my free time going through those other movies that he's archived. There's no way. All of those movies that he's watched, you could be in Top Gun. You're telling me he didn't see Top Gun? I could be Maverick. You could be Maverick. That's a dream. That is the dream. I could play volleyball in jeans. Shit. (laughs) Wouldn't be Andre the Giant and Princess Bride? I bet he's seen that too. Yeah, definitely. There's so, like, that is such a cool fucking idea. But to the other point that you're making, yes, The Shining... You get all anything that is like clear cut. Like when you think of The Shining, you think of one of these things. All of them are there. You think about the elevators with the blood coming out. You think about that the was twins. that was the one I had a question of because I knew the other things are things. Yep. I wasn't sure if the blood rushing down a hallway is accurate. Yes, very cool okay. backstory with the blood rushing down the hallway. That's in the trailer of the movie for The Shining. Really? And you never seen the trailer apparently. The uh, Motion Picture Association says you can't show blood in the back then you could not show blood in the trailer. So they told Stanley Kubrick, you can't include this in your trailer because it's blood rushing down the hallway. He and did. he says, You haven't seen the movie, that's totally not blood. So they're like, oh, Alright <laughs> and he got away with it. <laughs> and then you see the movie and it is in fact blood. Yeah, they don't call it blood, but it's that's blood. That's true. It's, it's blood. Pretty cool. blood. Yeah. It's probably as Kool-Aid. It's probably what they used. Yeah. But. Yep. Room 237 is a huge part of the movie. It's The most shocking part of Ready Player One to me is the, the included The Shining. Because, again, this is a movie I think marketed for like kids, right? Or like young adults. Yeah. And they included like a notorious horror movie. And that's not in the book. They added this in. It's like, what a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen The Shining. Is it really scary? I had to watch it through my fingers. And he's 11. <laughs> he is 11, that's right. He's seen The Shining. The, um, the rationale behind The Shining, I really enjoy too. Because all of these, like, they're not straightforward puzzles. Like, if you just read it on a surface level, what they did makes sense, right? Going to a, the first club... And making the leap of faith because there's like a weird floating dancing thing. But taking out the fact that it's it's what the creator hated the... How did they say it? A product hated, hated by, by its, its creator. Hated by its own creator yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, hated by its own creator. And that having not having anything to do with Holiday and actually having well, to do with Stephen, Stephen King, King in the movie. Right. Really cool rationalization. Making it a puzzle. Making it a riddle. Like, cool idea. Stephen King hated the movie. He really did. Which is crazy, because that's one of the most famous horror movies. Stephen King doesn't really like any of the adaptations to his books. He likes Shawshank. Shawshank. He likes um, Stand By Me, I think he said it was his favorite. That makes sense. And he actually had a hand in like in the late 90s. like He was sick of people, or late 80s, early 90s. Stop butchering my books. Pretty much. So like Kinda. Maximum Overdrive, that's like a Stephen King. I didn't like, realize Maximum Overdrive was a Stephen King. Yeah. And it's a bad, bad, bad. Like Stephen King has a great mind for like books, Writing. and but not for movies. Yeah. He just doesn't. I wonder. I do want to know what he, his feelings on the new It movies, because he was in the second one. So mm-hmm. I feel like he must have seen part one and been like, nope, this is okay. I will actually be in part. He's two. in the miniseries too. Is he in the miniseries? Yeah, oh. he did it. Well, all things being equal, let's rate this sucker. Let's sure. do it. This is the part of the episode where we rate the movie that we reviewed, which this episode happened to be Ready Player One. We're giving it a number of Infinity Stones from one to six. If you give it six stones, you can also give it an Infinity Gauntlet. 
Let's find out how many stones Ready Player One's getting from us. You know what? I'll go first. We'll be crazy. I know. Yes, Just do get it. Out of the way. Yeah. I enjoyed the book a lot. I love VR stuff. I want to live in this world. This movie is not exceptional, although I wish it was. I was really hyped for it. But it doesn't do anything bad, and I'm going to watch it plenty. It's got so much replay value. I'm going to watch it a lot. There's not much more I could reasonably ask of this movie. I'm going to give it five stones. Wow. I'm close to six, but hmm. not quite. didn't clear that hurdle for me. Which one of you is going next? I don't remember. I blacked out. I'll go. Sequel. What are you giving it? I'm, the movie doesn't really hit the heights of a five stone for me. Probably mostly my fault because I overhyped it in my head. And I, and I, I expected more. But there's nothing in here that's like egregious and bad right so it's it, i feel it's a solid four it really is a solid four and the only reason it's not higher is because i wanted it to be higher in my <laughs> in my head but i just can't get there oh, so. i feel you yeah in so. my head this was a gauntlet movie <laughs> when i went to see it in theaters and, no no it's not it's very it's solid though it's like there's there's nothing wrong with it but it's just not it's not hitting the five so i'm gonna go four Corey, what do you think this movie 100% had the potential of getting a gauntlet. I agree with you 100%. The concept, the story that it's telling, all that stuff, like, could, sure, could have been. Uh, I don't think it, it definitely doesn't get there. Um, Fair. Yeah, I mean, we, the way that you described it earlier, it's like a solid six, six to eight movie. It never dips below to five and it never hits ten. Like, it just sits in that range. And if I convert that bad boy to the stone system, it's a five stone movie. And I, I firmly believe that that's exactly where it belongs um again i'm lucky in the fact that i didn't read the book so i didn't have these expectations going in i was going in thinking i'm gonna go see a movie about a whole world that's run by vr let's fucking go and it delivered it delivered exactly what i wanted exactly how i wanted it could have been better sure but fuck five stones is still pretty goddamn good well said everyone those are our scores for Ready Player One. If you've seen Ready Player One and want to let us know stuff about it, pick out a cool Easter egg in there that we missed. Some cool character that was in the background. Let us know. Send us an email while you have a chance. It's zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Okay. You can also send us a Twitter with any Easter egg that you saw that we missed and send them over to us on Twitter at zthpodcast. Or if you own the movie... Fast forward to that scene, pause it, take a picture of it, send it to us on Instagram at CTH Podcast. Take a picture of your favorite egg dish and send it to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash CTH Podcast, or search for us within Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an E-S. I'm that was proud, awesome. I'm proud that of that one. Really, that was really good. <laughs> that was really good. Find us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review if you want. Let people know about the show, subscribe. These are all things you can do. There's not that many new episodes coming your way, so prepare for that. But we'll be on a new show. We'll tell you more about it when the time comes. And I also forgot that we have an iTunes review that I'm going to read now. Get the fuck out of here. It processed. It, it was given to us on August 15th, which was like two weeks, weeks ago. ago. So I guess it takes time to sure. process and get through the system. That's phenomenal. Because I found it a couple days ago. The, the name of the person is... F-H-B-D-S-J-M-N-H-U. I'm, I'm sure that's some kind of weird nonsense or acronym that I don't know. But it's a five-star rating. It's a thumbs-up emoji is the title. It says, love the podcast, guys. Helps me get through some boring work days. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. Short and simple. I can only assume it's someone the sequel works with. I think. <laughs> I'm not positive. I'll find out on Monday. All right. If not... Either way, thank you, mystery person. Can you say the name again? F H B D S J M N H U. I hear jamming in there. Jamming. No, I the name's not gonna tell me who yeah, it is. I guess so. that, those are nonsense letters. Yeah, I was yeah, trying to think about <laughs> initials or whatever, but hmm. okay, cool. Yep. So thank you for that review, unnamed fan. <laughs> what do we do now? Usually what's next week. Oh, yeah. We don't know what's next. Oh, we don't know what's next week yet. Because it's a little out of order. Yeah, we got I'm stuff also not planned. A, I'm also not announcing what we have planned. No, we got stuff yeah. down the pipeline. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be a mystery in the next couple of weeks for you guys. Yes. Yeah, we got, we got one more new movie to go. We're not sure which one that's going to be yet. And 
we'll find surprise. Out. Yeah, we'll find surprise. out eventually hmm. when it pops up on your feed. So thanks for tuning into this episode. As always, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Ready Player One, I can almost guarantee you, is someone's favorite movie. Definitely. It's classic. Maybe it's Ernest Klein's favorite movie. He wrote the book. Ooh. On that note, we're going to leave now. Take care, everyone, and we will see you next time.